Welcome back to Kicking It with the King. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. It is November 29th, 2019. It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. We're back. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a day after Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving, if you will. Um, mine was a little bit relatively quiet. I didn't necessarily eat as much. But better yet that we do a podcast a day after motherfuckers it is like i said november 29th 2019 a lot to cover a lot to talk about some big breaking news some exciting things the return of one conor mcgregor he returns january 18th uh next year to fight cowboy cerrone in the main event of ufc thing 2 247 if i'm not mistaken um but, you know, the return of Connor, the, the return of the notorious one, former UFC featherweight champion, f- former UFC lightweight champion, former champ champ, two division champ simultaneously, the man who put Ireland on the map, the man who, like I said, is one of the most prolific and, you know, well-known and one of the most popular figures, if not the pop- most popular mixed martial artist to date, you know, there's not a fan out there who doesn't know who Conor McGregor is. Even the casuals know who Conor McGregor is. So we get that, the return next year, January 18th, 2020. This whole motive, this whole episode was motivated by the return of Conor. So we're going to talk about that whole uh, return, his fight with Cerrone, what I think of it, the impact of it, what it means, the fact that it's at 170, um, what could be the potential aspirations for one Conor McGregor. He does aspire to fight three times um, in 2020. And, you know, who, who those other two potential fights could be against. I know one is probably Khabib. First one's Cerrone. Um, I don't know what he's planning on doing other than that. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, before we begin, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We got a great show. We got everything planned. Post-Thanksgiving. I didn't eat a lot of food. I, I really didn't. Um, had one plate. Uh, um, other than that, you know, I had... A lot of chips and you know a lot of fucking deviled eggs for sure, um, and some bread with, with some onion dip. It was bomb as fuck, you know. You know, part of my Thanksgiving essentially is the fucking appetizers. Same thing goes for when you're at a restaurant. You know, you get appetizers, you get soup. Appetizers are bomb, especially if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Mmm, that shit's delicious. But more on that later. For um, wasn't really, you know, wasn't the most eventful things. I took like three shots or something like that. But other than that, wasn't really too crazy. You know, what was crazy was the fact that um, just before I promise we, we we have to get to the ads and the promotion stuff in a second. But what didn't truly motivate me was the surprise announcement that Conor McGregor returns. Because you know, if you look at the past. Um, you know, his build-up, obviously, to him potentially coming back. He would essentially talk about it, and, you know, it's been talked about for quite some time, but for me, personally, I just, you know, I, like I said, I have to see pen to paper. I have to see the official announcement. I don't want to just hear that, he, that he's talking about coming back. I wanted to see that, and we're going to see that January 18th, 2020 against Cowboy Cerrone, but before we begin this episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are 
presented to you by Anchor. Thanks to Anchor. Um, the reason my podcast is on many other platforms other than just one. You know, when I first started, like I said, uh, it's it, it, it was only on iTunes. It wasn't available anywhere else. But since I've downloaded and used Anchor for about over two years now, um, they've been responsible for making my shows the best, you know easiest app I've ever used and you know simple easy to use guide you through it every every step of the way so like I said you can visit my podcast page directly to get all the latest episodes of kicking it with the king or as well also available in your feed if you have iTunes Google Play anything you know most commonly ones are iTunes and you know Spotify and stuff so it's all our episodes are available there um leave us five star review and rating you know positive reviews obviously you don't fuck with all the negative energy um follow us as well on instagram and twitter at kwtk pod like i said on instagram and twitter follow my twitter and instagram as well at g the king mma folks uh like i said anchor.fm slash g meeker mma show or if you're interested in starting your own podcast using it directly you visit the link directly www.anchor.fm slash start or download it in your in the app store or google play market ladies and gentlemen we're in 2019 about to be 2020 we live in the era of social media and technology so pull your phone out and download that shit today let's get back to what we're talking about ladies and gentlemen all right this whole episode is dedicated to it you know, we've been waiting, we've been wondering, we've been hoping, been a little bit worried that Connor wouldn't come back, or that he wasn't ever going to fight again. Well, we heard that he was training, we've heard this multiple times, that he's targeting a return, um, you know, potential opponents down the line, we heard all this different stuff, who's who, he hasn't fought since uh, October of 2018, that's last year, so essentially it has been a year and a couple months, so I mean, like I said, we're getting him January 18th of next year, so that's not too far away, um, very tough opponent in, in the form of uh, Cowboy Cerrone, and you know, it's been a fight that's been linked to Connor for quite some time, for years now, man. Um, he's one of the potential opponents that Connor could have fought at um, when he, instead of fighting Chad Mendez, it was like a, a who's who. It could have been Anthony Pettis. It could have been Donald Cerrone. Um, Nate Diaz, I think at one point in time, was discussed, if I'm not mistaken. And um, Donald Cerrone. But now, I mean, it's exciting. Very excited for this fight. Um, Cerrone definitely deserves it, being you know the all-time leader and, and wins in the UFC, and you know essentially future Hall of Famer. And you know he's been calling for this one for some time. You know at the at the whole uh, press conference back then, I don't even remember the the, the press conference. Uh, the press conference. Uh, what 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 fight it was for Connor? I'd have to necessarily. I would have to look it up, and. Um, and see but you know this is a fight that people have been talking about for quite some time and you know like i said i'm opening my mind completely to all potential outcomes all potential opportunities all potential you know what, what everything that could happen in this fight you know um cerrone like i said as of late has um you know been up and down you know 
obviously different weight classes up and down, but you know, wins and losses and stuff. Um, let me pull up to the media page and let's just quickly see. Um, this is a dangerous fight for, for Connor, but you know, a lot less of a dangerous fight than uh, Justin Gaethje or a Khabib Ramadov rematch right off the bat or anything like that. A lot of people had signs, a lot of signs were all pointing to Donald Cerrone. You know, it essentially is a easier fight for Connor to come back to. Not saying that Cerrone is an easier fight in any stretch of the imagination. It's just the fact that Cerrone's a striking heavy, you know, essentially stand up stand up fighter who's good in all areas, but you know, he has the ability to test Connor in multiple ways and you know put him in lots of different uncomfortable positions, you know, submissions. You know, he has great great stand up, you know. But, you know, as of late, Cerrone, you know, ratios wins and losses you know he'll win some and lose some and it was a dangerous fight for Cerrone as well I mean Connor he's finally getting Connor he's finally getting his hands on him. he's wanting to fight him for so for so 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 fucking long and you know he's getting the opportunity to do that Cerrone's been knocked out six times Jesus Christ so like I said he gets the opportunity to fight Connor, obviously coming off two losses in a row, two stoppage losses. Um, Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson, um, like I said, both both Cerrone and Connor have fought the who's who. Cerrone, obviously being the all-time leader in UFC wins, being the win his wins over Jim Miller, Edson Barbosa, Devin Dunham, um, Melvin Gillard, Jeremy Stevens. Dennis Seaver, he's fought Charles Oliveira, Paul Kelly, Jamie Varner, Benson Henderson, Jamie Jamie Varner twice actually, Anthony Enchikwani, um, Patrick Ote, I mean, Matt Brown knocked out Matt Brown with a head kick. That was when Cerrone came right into the US, uh, right into the uh, welterweight uh, pitcher when he went on like a four fight winning streak and he fought finished Charles Oliveira. I think it was was it a lightweight was it a lightweight fight. You know, welterweight, yeah, he came into welterweight, beat Al- Oliveira, beat Cote, Rick Story, Matt Brandon, lost to Masvidal, Robbie Lawler, and Darren Till. So, Cerrone had a, a, a stint at welterweight, you know, then he went and he won four, and then he lost three. Stoppage loss to Masvidal, Robbie Lawler, uh, beat him by decision, Darren Till stopped him. He came back, beat Maderos lost Leon Edwards. He's had a fuck ton of fights at 170 pounds already, dude. Jeez. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten fights at 170 pounds. Soon to be 11 with this fight against Connor. A lot of people, you know, like I said, I, th- I personally vouched for this fight. I thought that it would be a simple and easier fight for Connor, a little bit easier to think about stylistically. Um, but striker you know, versus essentially striker, you know, Cerrone's great on the ground. Arguably, could be way better than Connor on the ground. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily don't think that Cerrone is as dangerous in the wrestling game than Khabib. But I feel that if Connor's not fighting Khabib, I don't think that there's any wrestlers that can really put put it on him the way that Khabib did. So I don't think that that wrestling department will be uh, a. a a position that Connor necessarily is going to have any trouble in. Um, striking wise, I think the Cerrone has twice the experience of Connor in striking, but um, like obviously with kickboxing experience, Muay Thai, and you know just being an overall phenomenal striker. And you know, 
having a bunch of UFC experience to top it all off. I mean, Connor's, Connor's involved in, in big fight after big fight after big fight. And at this point in time of his career, I think that that's all Connor belongs to is, is title fights, main events. You know, this one's not for the, not for uh, a title, which is crazy. Because if you look at Connor's last few fights, they've been for a title. I mean, he fought Khabib Nurmagomedov before that. And then, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, oh, you know, he 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 was involved in title fight, lots of non-title fights. But it just seems like they're they're bigger than a title fight when Connor fights. Like the Nate Diaz fight, the first one, the second one was a non-title fight. Khabib fight was a title fight. Jose Aldo fight was a title fight. I mean, seems as if he's, you know, like he's a part of the biggest fights ever. And he's fighting a guy with the most wins in the UFC. He's Cowboy Cerrone. Still doing the damn thing at 36 years old. Is he done? No, by any stretch of imagination, no, he's not done. He's just as good as he ever once was um, in 2019. You know, he's still doing it. He's still fighting. Obviously, like I said, he's coming off two uh, two losses in a row. The Justin Gaethje fight, he looked like absolute shit in. But, you know, maybe a motivated Cowboy. Maybe a Connor, Connor fight motivates Cowboy. Cowboy is about to get paid. This is going to be a good fight. This is going to be a huge one. Um, this is going to be a fight that, like, a lot of people are talking about. A lot of people are thinking about this. Um, now, with the return of Connor, and he has a return of all his antics, and, you know, I'm sure they'll have a press conference and stuff. And, uh, you know, everything, you know, will return. You know, we're talking about uh, a Conor McGregor fight now. Like I said, I, I've been very outspoken, very, you know, very sharp. Very, I've been very hard. You know, I've gone hard in the paint when it comes to Conor talk and stuff like that. And what I mean by that directly is that, um, you know, I don't. I was like, I didn't want to hear shit about this unless it's really true. I, I need a date. I need a time. I need to see this fight to happen. I, I mean, I've seen. I need to see this fight happen. I need to see something. I don't want to just hear about talks. I don't want to hear interviews. I don't want to just hear that Connor's thinking about coming back, or you know, he 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 he's motivated to come back. And you know, we heard that for like the longest time. I mean, it's been since October of last year. We haven't seen Connor fight. I mean, obviously the outcomes, the Nevada, the or the, the yeah, the, the commission and stuff. He had to face the commission he has been through a lot of different things as of late um negotiations you know personal you know federal not federal excuse me but like legal troubles you know the punching the old man at the bar and just everything else and you know that woman accusing him of being the father that turning out not to be true you know every, everything else under the sun happening for one conor mcgregor so now like i said we get him back on january 18th against cerrone tough fight um winnable fight for conor though i do think that he does possess the death touch in that left hand so he lands that on Cerrone or or, or or the kicks up the middle it's not going to be pretty you know he, he land a lot of teep kicks he land a lot of uh nasty shots i mean every time connor lands it's potentially lights out and Cerrone, like i said has head kicks he has like uh, he obviously has nasty leg kicks you know you know it has um you know but he has um you know like i said power and you know he's nasty phenomenal but you know for me it's a little bit 
harder to think about Cerrone, you know, being dangerous. Obviously, he's dangerous in all areas, but it's hard for me to really, you know, Cerrone's not coming off to big wins in a row or something super dangerous like that. He is a dangerous fight for Connor. But, uh, you know, he's coming off of a really sloppy loss to Justin Gaethje. I mean, like I said, Gaethje, uh, Gaethje ended him in a heartbeat, man. He looked like absolute shit in that fight. So you're only as good as your last fight, essentially. And um, we get to see Cerrone. And very curious to see his approach. I know he wanted, he's wanted this fight for some time. For quite some time, man. Since Connor was, you know, talking shit to the 145ers and, you know, running the running the ship down at 145 pounds, you know, talking about going to 155, you know, Cerrone, you know, had that, you know, saying that one, one, we're too big and, you know, calling him a leprechaun, you know, proper tough whiskey versus Budweiser, um, the whole, the, it's a sellable fight, it's a fun fight. Um, they have a little bit of time to promote it. I don't know what they're planning. I don't know what's coming up for that fight, you know, the promotion and stuff. Because, you know, you can't just have a Connor fight card come off like the rest of them. Like, oh, Connor fight coming up. No, there has to be some promotion, man. There has to be some selling points. You can't just talk about it. That's not enough. Talking about it in interviews and stuff, I just don't feel like it is. Uh, oh, my God. Tito Ortiz, uh thinks he has a good chance to beat UFC champ John Jones that 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 that's not even I have no words but like I said Connor versus Cowboy at the end of the day I'm, I'm happy for him I think that's a good fight for him to come back to um um you know, and we've the, the thing is, I've been waiting for this for quite some time. So now we got a fucking date. And Cerrone, how I said, is a fucking gamer. But, like I said, it's at 170. Don't really necessarily have to cut too much weight. Um, some photos surfacing of one Conor McGregor. Looking pretty built, looking pretty jacked, looking pretty ready to go. And as I said, it does look as if he has been training a lot more. You don't really get to see anybody's life off social media. That's like one of the biggest misconceptions. People think he's just fucking off or doing all this other stuff. You know, as we all do, you know, we, we, we just want to see a Connor fight. It's like a Mayweather. Uh, uh, excuse me. It's like a Mayweather fight. But the MMA version, Connor's the MMA version of Floyd Mayweather. You know, I don't blame fans for getting impatient or anything like that because I was impatient myself. So I can definitely understand where the impatience is coming from. And um, I just think that it's good. It's a good fight. It's an interesting fight. Talk about Connor saying he wants to fight three times this year at 170. I don't know if necessarily if he wants to fight at 170, but three times he wants to fight three times in 2020. So the first fight obviously will be against Cowboy. Um, you know, I think Connor may be targeting a fight with Masvidal as well for the BMF title. That would be, you know, logically that would be something that I would like to see. You know, Connor versus Masvidal, Connor versus Nate DS3. That would be cool. 
But all these fights are sellable fights. If you look at the list of people, Cowboy, he can fight Cowboy, he can fight Masvidal, and then he can fight Nate Diaz, or fight Khabib Nurmagomedov, if you really want to think about it. If you really want to list some opponents and stuff, you know, say Connor beats both Cowboy and Masvidal, give him a shot at Khabib. People are going to disagree with that, saying, oh, it's not, it's, it's a 170 pounds. It's not at the weight class. You can't get title shots in other fucking weight classes. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. I've seen shit like that. That shit's annoying as fuck. It's Conor McGregor, man. You got to you gotta p- provide some leeway for the champ, champ, for the former champion, featherweight, former champion, lightweight, former UFC lightweight champion, former UFC featherweight champion. The champ, champ is in the building. Conor McGregor versus Donald Cerrone, motherfuckers. Put that man aside and give that man everything he wants. Because there's no other way. There's nothing else. We've all been waiting for so long. It's here. We don't have to wait too much longer. A month. Oh, essentially a little bit over a month. Two months. Do you really want to think about it? All I'm concerned about is how they're going to promote it. You know, like I said, obviously we're all here talking about it. You know, one of my Connor episodes, I dedicated another episode of my podcast a while back to Connor. I talked about nothing but Connor. I think it was when I lived in Texas. But, um, I got so much fucking traction. So much people listened to that shit. It was crazy. You know, like I said, it's exciting times, you know, especially with the fights that are happening in 2020. I think I can pull them up. I mean, lots of exciting fights, man. Lots of shit that we're gonna get to experience in 2020. Um... And here, this is uh, via MMA History Today's post on Instagram. Um, potential fights on the horizon for 2020. We got obviously Connor versus Cowboy, which has been confirmed. It's been in the news. Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Tony, Fer- Tony Ferguson is close to uh, being done, if not closer than we could imagine. I mean, this fifth time's a charm. Is that a thing? Do people say that? Fifth time's a charm. Third time's a charm. I know that's one. But fifth time's a charm, really? But we'll get this. We'll get this fight. Um, hopefully, in 2020. We got Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero potentially in the works for uh, 2020. Um, potential trilogy between Stipe and Daniel Cormier. John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes needs to chill with the fucking offering Jones a rematch after beating him and all that, man. It's like, come on, dude. You haven't even fought him yet. You gotta fucking relax. Connor has responded as of nine minutes ago. Thank me belatedly. What does that mean? Oh, the fucking train is back. The king is back. Every single time he tweets, the world, everybody's dicks just get harder. Every time he fucking says something, it's just like, I'm fucking excited. John Kavanaugh, the man. Let's pull it up. Connor's back. I mean, he's 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 a very popular fighter. And you no, know, he's a popular fighter, essentially comparable to Floyd Mayweather. 
he, he's someone that a lot of people love to see. He's someone that a lot of people uh, are excited for. He, he's paved the way. He's he created some serious, some serious traction, some serious, some serious um, steam it, the whole time since he's been in the UFC. He's a serious star. He took that superstardom and he blasted it into space. This guy is an absolute icon in the sport. So his return is one of the biggest things ever. And it's going to be a great fight. A lot of people are going to come out of the woodwork and want to fight Connor. But all these motherfuckers, handful of them, aren't even going to get to fight with Connor. You know, realistically, some fights on the horizon for Connor. I want to see maybe a Cerrone. I mean, obviously, like I said, Cerrone fight was something that was talked about for quite some time, so I can't get to go against that one. So, Cerrone, like I said, maybe a rematch with Khabib. Masvidal. I don't know. I mean, does Khabib even want the rematch? He beat Connor handily in the first fight. Maybe harder to sell a rematch because I think of all the negotiations and stuff like that and oh it takes so long and stuff I'm just going to focus on Connor versus Cerrone right now because right now I think that that's one of the most intriguing fights that we can um, have for 2020 something that I can't stop thinking about now um but after this podcast, um, I actually elected I, earlier. Um, I was on a I was on a walk. You know, I've been using this uh, steps thing. Like, I've been reaching ten thousand steps and stuff each day. It's a goal, I guess, on the app and stuff. But I I recorded um, some raw and uncensored. Obviously, like I said, um, uncensored raw and uncut footage. Not footage. Is you know, it's only available to audio. Audio, obviously. Um, with just, you know, a lot of personal things and just my thoughts on my life and, you know, everything that I've been through and the way that my mind works and how I've gone through all these specific situations. That's a special thing. Um, I think it's about like close to 20 minutes long. There's two parts of it, maybe close to 40 minutes. Actually, if I'm thinking about it, if I'm going to mesh it together. So after this podcast, I'm going to mesh that together. I'm going to see what that, uh, put that together is put that um put that specific special edition episode together and then i'm going to um release it along with this one so we have double uh we'll have uh back-to-back shows and stuff you know that was like a raw and uncut version maybe like almost like an hour and a half ago now like close to that um and you know it's just personal thoughts real thoughts me raw and uncut like literally just me thinking from the head not having notes in front of me like i do right now for the very show that we're listening to so like i said you get a lot of that um very excited to release that in a way you know like i said this is my network this is my spot everything that i do is available here so we'll be able to hear all that you guys will be able to hear every single aspect Um, back to the fight, you know, breakdown stylistically. I don't think that they're too far off. I mean, Connor presents a lot of problems on the feet. Cerrone presents, um, keeps him on the feet, but Connor is so accurate. He's so fast. He's so quick. Um, Cerrone at the stage, like I was saying earlier, like just the fact that he's coming off two losses and 
you know, it's kind of like you had to flip a coin every single time showing you fights and stuff. And, you know, he's kind of, you know, 50-50 when it comes to his record at 170 pounds. Not saying that he didn't have, like, fantastic performances or anything like that. But he did, you know, um, you know kind of bounce some wins and losses and stuff like that. And, you know, to top it all off, he gets a fight with Conor McGregor. So that's um, amongst something that's super awesome. We, we get to see it like I'm going goo goo gaga over it. What else do we got? Um, I mean, like I said, I really only dedicated this podcast episode to Conor McGregor. Um, not really, but um, oh my god. Yeah, but like I said, it's, uh, it's, um, Friday, like I said, fuck, we don't have any UFC coming up or anything like that, pretty fucked up, dude, to be honest with you. next uh, UFC event pull it up you can just see it Alistair Overeem versus Ro- uh, Jerry Rosenstruck Saturday December 7th so is that no that's next month it's not December yet it's just been so long without UFC it feels like so it'll be cool to see obviously it's everything um uh, quickly wanted to didn't want to start to show off this way, but I wanted to since we're in the middle of it. Um, if you are aware of the situation, it's been over a month and stuff. But uh, UFC heavyweight Walt Harris's um, stepdaughter Anaya Blanchard went missing back in October, and you know they had released footage and had footage of a potential suspect in um, you know, and she was allegedly. Well, she was kidnapped, obviously, you know, forced out of, uh, you know, pulled out of her car, forced into another one. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of blood and, you know, life threatening injury. Probably she was um, physically harmed severely, you know, and, and, and there was a lot of blood in that car. And, you know, she was kidnapped, kidnapped, you know, most likely probably raped and killed left to die in in you know where they had found her you know almost they they took that girl kidnapped her um beat her and killed her and it's it's un, it's un, un very very unfortunate and you know heartbreaking shattering and uh just just something that it's heartbreaking especially on the day of Thanksgiving um they found remains that were reported to be Anaya's and you know it's just an overall tragedy man especially hearing about it on Thanksgiving definitely eyes were full of tears and stuff like that it was an unfortunate turn of events man 
oh, it's just, you gotta be careful, man. It's just like, I can't imagine the kind of pain that that has gone, that's gone through. I mean, she was taken, random carjacking, beaten, and taken, taken to die. Left to die. Killed. Buried. It's terrible. But, like I said, I wish the worst for the people involved in that. I just quickly wanted to offer my condolences to that. I did take that really hard. Um, very, very unfortunate. And something fucking terrible. Just, but, just fucking terrible news. But, let's move along, ladies and gentlemen. Tito Ortiz thinks he has a good chance to beat UFC champion John Jones. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> funny tweet. Some guy was like, I- I'm not sure what Jones does to dudes, but he's got them tripping. And there's so many fucking crazy people thinking they can be John Jones and stuff and, and saying that. So, just crazy because crazy because people just think they can do that like it'll be easy people pass their prime people that are in different fucking places you know people that aren't even in the same weight class as john but there are people in in the same weight class as john calling them out saying they want to fight him and stuff but we all know it's not gonna go good is that a joint is that a fucking turkey joint that shit's fat, bro. Fuck. But, yeah, I'm pretty fucking stoned, bro. Um. That's it. Um. Man, going back to that Cerrone fight. Fuck, I'm so stoned. Pretty sure we talked about everything, though. I mean, the Connor fight. Just, just looking at a lot of stuff. Um, anyways, like I said, um, Jones. Versus uh, Reyes. And. Well Reyes obviously. Like I said. I said this a couple times. That he. He thinks obviously. He, he has a lot of. Uh, confidence in his ability to. That he is going to beat John Jones. I just think that it's. Um, It's just, uh, I just think it's a tough fight for Reyes. And 
like I, like I said, it's not it's not like it's a, a not winnable fight for Reyes. It's just John has been so fucking dominant throughout his entire career. It's just hard to see anybody beating him, and that's the, that's the situation that we get put in, especially when when you get a guy as dominant as John Jones. But God forbid, man, when it happens, whoever beats that guy gonna be a fucking savage forever. And that's what's gonna happen. And that's what's gonna do. Um, I think that's it. That's all we got for this. This. Um, I just want to, you know, like I said, happy Thanksgiving. I'm in happy post Thanksgiving. Connor versus Cowboy, man. Fucking excited for that shit. Can't wait for that one. Was glad to get in here to talk about that shit because. I mean, st- quickly, let's just get into it. Stylistically, I mean, Cerrone has it all. I mean, head kick knockouts. I mean, I mean, he's finished dude. He's finished dudes with, I mean, the Rick Story combination. Looked like a fucking scene in a video game. He's he's finished dudes that hadn't previously had been finished. Had trilogies. Had, I mean, had fun fights with Benson Henderson. I mean... He's fought the likes of Nate Diaz, Anthony Pettis, Jim Miller, Edson Barbosa. I mean, he's had some emphatic uh, finishes. So I definitely think this is going to be a different fight because of Cerrone. He, I think he's a lot more motivated because of the fact that it is Connor and he's wanted this fight for so long. So I expect a really motivated Cerrone. And I think that it's going to be a very, very dangerous fight because a motivated Cerrone is a fucking savage. We've seen Cerrone fight. I've seen Cerrone fight and looked absolutely fucking unstoppable. Not unstoppable, but just look absolutely on fire. So I think it's going to definitely be a huge fight for um, him and obviously um, um, him and uh, obviously Connor. We can get the return of Connor. We get Cerrone. Fun fight. Both guys, you know, very sellable fight and you know, fun fight for everybody. So like I said, I can't wait for that one. Um, appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode of Kicking It With The King. Um, follow me, like I said, on G on Instagram and Twitter at G The King MMA, as well as our podcast at G the, uh, at KWTK Pod. Excuse me. Um, follow us, obviously. Leave us a five star review rating in, in the Google Play wherever you fucking leave the ratings you know iTunes leave the ratings everywhere else you can rate our show rate it you know leave positive review follow us support us making strides 2020 is going to be even bigger year coming up stuff coming up with stuff for the end of the year you know award shows and all that you got all that ladies and gentlemen we're getting so much interesting stuff coming up so i appreciate you guys for joining us here follow me on facebook as well facebook.com slash gabriel the king hernandez folks as the music cues i appreciate you guys tuning in hearing the music um the compton obviously will be in the the compton it's a compton auto tune compton music for the background so if you hear the music in the background it's called compton um this will obviously be released in the post show after this what i mean by that obviously post production once i'm finished with this you'll hear the music in the background so like i said thank you to anchor thank you to everybody that supports me i love you i love my girlfriend i love you babe Uh, um i'm gonna see you soon um everything else like i said 
have a good weekend. You know, like I said, one day post Thanksgiving, didn't eat too much, didn't do too much, but had a lot of fun and we're back here and you guys get a new podcast to hear for the, the weekend, the beginning of the weekend and all that other stuff. So appreciate you guys. Once again, we will be back sooner rather than later. This is Gabriel Hernandez signing off for now. Be back, bitches. G, the king, out, baby. See you sooner rather than later. Goodbye, ladies. Bye, guys. See you later.